But when it's time to deliver, they fall flat on their ridiculous faces. Enter LA Talk Radio, a cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk station that delivers totally original content without any commercials. Log on to latalkradio.com and get involved with the best talk radio station on the internet. LA Talk Radio, we say what we want. The morning show that's on your side. But then again, so is appendicitis. Broadcasting live from the palatial studios of L.A. Talk Radio, get ready for the best morning show on the Internet. It's time for Sam in the Morning with Brigetta, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Friday, March 29th. It's Good Friday. It is, huh? It's Every Friday day. is good. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You know what's crazy is like there are no cars on the streets on like the side streets, and then you get to like like the 134 was great. You get to the 101, and it's like really. Really? Why? Maybe so everybody's leaving town. I probably, think everyone's huh? leaving town. Yeah. yeah. But then it's just like a bunch of. I, I've had a morning. I'm gonna play a little um, a voicemail I got in a minute. Um, <laughs> this is interesting. So anyway. <laughs> so I'm driving and I get here and um, there's like some st- I, you know I hate people who can't drive uh-huh. and of course it's a chick you know and I'm gonna say this because I'm a chick that happens to be able to know how to drive maybe I'm a little aggressive no I am super <laughs> aggressive but I know what I'm doing you know and I grew up East Coast style so it's like yeah. you know whip around New York City Baltimore whatever it's like you know <laughs> anyway this girl's a dumb idiot she's like half in our driveway here uh-huh. but taking up the whole driveway yeah. so she's half in and half out and I'm not I'm not kidding how many lights had passed you know like that the light that's beyond uh-huh. to have cars come by and you know all the car, all the cars come well she had I don't know how many opportunities there's a car in front of me trying to turn left mm. there's a whole line behind me right. all trying to get into our driveway or into our alley right. and we can't because a stupid dumb idiot has like wasted lights over and over and over again. We're all honking our horns and I'm like, oh my God, like seriously, I'm about to just dart in front of everybody, stop traffic myself to help you out because you're that retarded. Yeah. Like the people like that should not be allowed to drive. No, no, because you know, the thing is this, think about it. Anybody can, anybody can get a license, you know? Yeah. It's not like a pilot or something, you know? So people, so, you know, just dumb people get to so drive, you know? dumb. I'm like, yeah. this girl is like, literally. And so, anyway, so that happened. And then um, the elevator, <laughs> I didn't think was working for a minute. But, so anyway, um, long story short, um, uh-huh. well, I'm going to get to a bunch of stuff that happened last night too, but I've been looking for a roommate, right? A new roommate. And That's I just, right, yeah. right. And I had this crazy girl um, who's been kind of emailing me and texting me. I thought it was just kind of humorous at first. Mm. So I kind of wanted, I was entertained by it, honestly. I really just wanted to meet the girl because I wanted to see what she looked like. I just right. really wanted to see how crazy this girl could be, which... Now, based on her messages, or have messages. you talked to her at all? Oh, no, I'm going to play the voicemail in a second. Okay. Um, but... <laughs> but you hadn't talked to her before then? No, I mean, oh. she's been emailing me, and, like, the first email was a little weird. The first email was basically, like, um... Oh, no, she was she was okay, normal at first. And, hey, I really like your beautiful home. And I'm like, you've only seen photos. <laughs> you know, like, you've never been here, so okay. And she's like, I, I really like your beautiful home. That's how she worded it. And I thought maybe she was French or foreign at first uh-huh. um, because of the way she spoke. It was a little odd, mm-hmm. uh, actually very odd. And um, she had actually said, you know, I want to get a little dog. Or I have I have a dog, she said. First she said, I have a small dog. Mm-hmm. So I wrote back and I said, you know, I don't really want to deal with another dog. Like, I just, I, I'm not doing that. You know, I don't right. think. And then she wrote back, dear Brigetta. And my name's like all in capitals. <laughs> and everything else was like, it was really weird. Uh-huh. I don't have a dog yet. But I'm saying if I had a small dog. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what? 
<laughs> so then she write back, writes back again, well, we could go shopping for a dog together, one that gets along with your dogs. Wow. And I'm like, I don't even know you. How do you know you're even going to like me? <laughs> a. B, we're going dog shopping together. That's a little like, take me on a first date first. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> seriously? That's a little quick. Dog shopping. Wow. That's just a little, yeah. I, I was like, this is so odd. Uh-huh. And then I'm looking at her name. I'm like, she must be European. Like, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt because when Europeans, they speak differently, the language barriers. Right. So I looked at her name and I'm like, well, you know, I, it could be French. You know, her name's Deborah. Um, and, uh, but the last name, like, I don't know, I'm not going to say her last name, but yeah. it could be French. I gave her that, you know, then she kept, um, emailing me over and over and over for the address over and over. Mm. So I decided for some reason I didn't want to give her the address. Like that was my first instinct. No, really? not yet. You thought she was acting like a stalker or something? Yeah, it was really stalkerish. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're not even a roommate yet. And you're already stalkerish. Like <laughs> yeah. this is a little nuts, wow. you know? And People are busy in this town, you know, and especially like this week's holidays, whether you're Jewish and it's Passover or whether you're not and it's Easter or whatever you're celebrating. Right. People are away this week. Uh-huh. So um, I just find it like or, or people have jobs. People are busy, you know, over and over and over obsessively emailing. And I didn't realize it because I was like drunk last night. Yeah. And I looked at this morning. I'm like, wow, it's funny. So <laughs> then I get this voicemail this morning and it was pretty funny. And like. Here's my thought. So when you're when you want to um, be a roommate, right? Mm. You really don't. I mean, clearly you want to be as presentable as you can. You're in your best behavior because if you sound psycho, I'm definitely not gonna want to be with you. Like right. move in, you know, have you move in with me? <laughs> so I just want to like um, for a second just play with the voices. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is Deborah. I'm supposed to come by to your place today at 11:30. Uh, I have no address. And I don't know if you're playing games or... Oh, wow. I'm serious, but I'm serious and interested in having me rent a room from you. I need to get the address and schedule an appointment. And then it just goes on, and I'll, I'll, I'll oh, cut God. it there. But um, <laughs> is she wasted? I mean, that's what, like, Playing you know... Games. I mean, you don't want to like, say this to all, your prospective roommate. I know, and here's what's funny. I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like you're trying to date me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is a little psychotic. Yeah. You know, and now I know what it's like to be a dude, mm. like, stalked by crazy girls. I mean, it happens to me, vice versa, too. Like, I've yeah. had weird guys, but I usually... It's more, I think, crazy girls, I think. Really? After, right? Because, yeah. like, don't they obsessive phone calls? I don't calls? know. I don't know. Well... Yeah. Obsessively phone calling over and over. But what's Ooh. funny is I wake up to, Hey, Zebra, <laughs> this is my appointment and I need your address. Well, like that, like I, yeah, you're going to be my roommate. Let me sign you up right now. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm not saying that I'm sober this morning because I'm not. Yeah. But I mean, cause I had a long night last night too. A great one. But um, I just, that's not our first impression for a roommate, right. you know? Yeah. And then to be like, are you playing games? Like it's, and the whole dog thing and the obsessively calling and obsessive text messages. Like, mm. I don't know. I think there's like over 20 messages. Wow. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah. So, um, no, this chick's I, I just, weird. yeah. Yeah. So anyway, for those of you out there who were applying for a roommate, um, seriously, that's what not to do. <laughs> yeah. And on a brighter note, like I have a friend I think that's moving in anyway uh-huh. from up north, but I was kind of entertaining this idea because it was so odd. I just kind of wanted to see where it went because just because it's funny. Mm-hmm. It was amusing to me. I mean, I found it amusing this morning, but right. who does that? Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I mean, the thing is, is that 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you usually get the message, you know, if someone doesn't return your calls, you just move on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah. You know, whether it's Maybe a, she wants it badly enough. I don't know. I mean, who uh, knows? It's just know? weird. She doesn't yeah. she's never even seen the place. Yeah. That's what I'm like, red flags, right. red flags yeah. all over. And then you call me wasted That's, or whatever uh, yeah. you are. You never know what they're up to and what you Here's know. the thing, like I travel so much, so it's like I need to make sure my house is safe when I'm gone. Right. You know, I don't yeah. need to like come back and like half my shit's missing <laughs> or there's a raging party there and I'm like, what? Because uh-huh. I'll tell you what, heads will roll if that happens. Really? I can't explain to you. I would call the cops on my own house and <laughs> yeah. have everybody arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I would if I didn't know about it. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I don't blame you. I wouldn't want that either. You know, I mean, the, that's why you got to make uh, make sure you agree to all these things in advance. You right. Know? And then, is, it's very important to find good people you right. know and, and yeah. i'm pretty good at reading people usually i i'd like to think and it's been good so far after the first crew moved out <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. um but yeah so anyway yeah. that was mine this morning so last night pieces of ass oh you went to see that well yeah yeah so you know i was really awesome it was really mm. cool and i'm really excited to be a part of the future ones mm. um i just thought that there will be a little more organization of like announcing us i guess there mm. being that we are a part of the next play and like i thought they would say at the end okay well this is the 10th anniversary but here's more to come and this mm. is when it's starting because right. they didn't do that right. um so I found but why that- did you think they would though because I mean, what I was you... told that they would. Oh, okay. And I'm on the website under the cast so far right. already. Yeah. So it just made sense. I, I don't mm. know. But I, I know the next date's in May, so I guess that's when our my play will be. But um, so I'm really excited though. I mean, I will say it was awesome. It was really yeah. cool, and all the pieces that all the women did, um, yeah. I can relate to pretty much something that they every piece had said or an insecurity that you may have, something you've gone through, something you thought. Right. It was really quite interesting. Sounds good. Okay, well, tell us all about it, but our guest is calling now. So uh, let's get our guest here. Good morning. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hello. Hi, this is Hi. This is Bob. How are you? Yeah, Bob Presner. Good morning. We, you were just cutting out. Um, we're good. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Where are you calling us from this morning? I'm actually uh, down in Florida in Boca Raton. Oh. Sunny and warm. Yeah. Sounds cool. Your phone is cutting out. Um Oh, okay, what? let me see if I can change it a little bit. Uh, is this better? I don't know. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a rock musician from uh, Florida. Yes. And, right. And now um, I, I saw here that you have a video on YouTube that's gotten over 20 million views. Wow. That's yes. a lot. How yeah. Do, how, how does something like this happen? Well, first tell us what the video is about. Maybe people you know, will then understand how you get 20 million. Uh, well, the video is, uh, the song is called The King of Nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's um, <laughs> a little bit uh, a self-portrait these days of how, you know, really you can have so much and then have so little, and, you know, it's it's a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit a lesson of being humble in life and uh, appreciating the gifts we have. Right. And, uh, you know, if things are good, not getting too cocky or confident about it. And if, you know, if things are, are bad, you know, to roll with the punches and always 
always uh, to be kind to people and uh, pre- approach life from a kind of humble point of view. Yeah. Um, it certainly doesn't hurt that we had uh, Nikki Lee, a playmate for uh, May. Yeah, you uh, have beautiful Playboy women on here and, and snakes and everything. Hey, I like snakes. <laughs> yeah. So I actually do yeah, a lot of so, things. Uh, so all the Playmates, uh, actually I became a fan on Playboy, so we've been there four times on Playboy Radio, and mm-hmm. all the Playmates want to be in my videos, and now all the Hustler girls want to be in the videos, so. but it, it's actually a I a, was going to ask to be in your video until you said Hustler, and then I said never mind. <laughs> okay, well, you take it back. I didn't accept them yet. Okay, okay. <laughs> you don't have to take off your clothes or anything, you know. They don't no, have no, diseases. Well, well, I mean, I'm actually trying to, trying to do things, I mean, I think... Actually, what differentiates me is I'm actually a rather thought-provoking, passionate singer-songwriter, and I try to move people and be real and help people to think. So how do you maintain that and still have a little bit of sexiness? That's, uh, you know, sometimes that's a difficult balance, right. you know, because I don't really want to be known as somebody that just has girls taking their clothes off. It's just... Uh, you know, I want to be known as somebody that has beautiful songs that, you know, that move people. That's really what I want to be known as. Yeah. But it definitely does help. And you, you're asking me how you get to that number. Uh-huh. Well, first of all, it's a beautiful song. And second of all, it does help right. uh, to have, you know, the beautiful women on it. Yeah, um, it definitely does. But it's know, still, I mean, there's beautiful women all over the place. And not many people get that many views. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I guess you roll with the punches, the good with the bad. You know, you're always trying to evolve in this crazy music business these days. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I actually was at an ASCAP convention a couple of years ago, and, uh, you know, everybody said, look, YouTube is the next thing. That's what it is, social media. So I didn't really know very much about it, and I kind of looked into it. And um, it's funny that in some ways being in Florida is a blessing because, you know, I do a lot of my recording in L.A., and... A lot of my team's in L.A., and uh, I'm in L.A. a lot. And I used to play out in New York all the time, and there's really not too much going on here in Florida. Mm, yeah. So in a way, that kind of presented an opportunity to uh, present myself on YouTube. And actually, the way it started, it was funny. I put up a little video um, called On My Own, which was really not very well done. And the video guy had to leave, and I said, come on, let me just sit at a bench and we'll film this song. <laughs> so I sat in a bench, we filmed the song, and we didn't think too much of it. And a friend of mine called me up, he said, do you know you're tied with like 50 cents on the top of the Billboard YouTube charts? Wow. And I said, and I actually thought they were kidding. Uh-huh. I said, yeah, yeah, and Chris Brinkley called me up, we're going out tomorrow also, <laughs> I was kind of a joke of it. And it turned out it was true, so I don't know exactly how that happened, and since then, you know, it's just, the beauty of YouTube is that, um, I mean, we've been number one in Brazil like seven times, and number one in Poland, and in Spain, and in Sweden, and in uh, Mexico, and just there's so many countries and so many people around the world that in the old days would never have an opportunity to hear your music. That's true. And um, and they really do appreciate good music. That's one thing. You know, it's like. It, this is not something like I'm sure the record companies they have no idea what to do with me. Yeah. Because you know, <laughs> like you know, I'm not 20 years old and I'm not you know your typical typical person going into the music business and yet people are gravitating toward the songs. Yeah. And uh, that's that's what makes that's what makes uh, YouTube so beautiful is it is partly the wild west, part of it's a little bit of luck, 
But part of it is if you have really something to move people, people tell each other and they blog and they put it out on sites and check this guy out. And, you know, true. before you know it, you got 44 million fans a year. Right. And I, and you can, I don't think you can even plan on this. You know, it just sort of happens. You know, it goes viral and... And everybody tells somebody else to watch it, and I think that's how it works. People are constantly trying to figure out how can I get so many views on uh, YouTube, but I don't think you can plan for it. You know? No, you're exactly right. It yeah. really is like the Wild West. It's, it's a mystery. It's constantly evolving. And, you know, I put up some things that I thought maybe would do great, and it didn't. And then I put some other things, and then all of a sudden they start just taking off. So right. Sounds good. Well, yeah. so let me ask you, um, you have King of Nothing. You guys also sent me a song called Next Summer Never Came. And yes. uh, would you like me to play that now? Sure, that would be great. I'd love to. Thank uh, you. Okay, so stay on the line, and uh, here it is. Uh, Next Summer Never Came, Bob Prisoner. Last three months down Cool, Bob Presner. Uh, Bob, when did you write this song? Is this new? Um, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, a new. Uh, these are all new. King and Nothing. Uh, my new my newest record called King and Nothing. And next summer never came. Yeah, it's a, it's a fairly recent song. Right. And one I'm very proud of. We actually just put it on YouTube last week, and I think we have a million fans on it. And wow. it was actually uh, the number four video in the world and the number one music video in the world when it wow. came out. So, uh, you know, again. Um, it's almost a miracle because as you can, if you see, it, it's actually not a video. It's just me playing it in the studio. Mm. And, you know, part of the thing for us musicians and record companies as anybody is 
how do you actually make money in music anymore? Right, you know? right. You know, uh-huh. so I'm trying to spend a little less doing the videos and, you know, just let, letting people appreciate the music. Right. No, absolutely. You know, now uh, you've probably been into music all your life. And yeah. uh, when did you, uh, so were you like always actively writing songs, singing? Yeah, I've always been actively writing songs. You know, I, I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm from New York, so I played in just about every club in New York. And, mm. uh, you know, most of my, like Next Summer Never Came, I have a whole bunch of great friends in L.A. out there. Uh, Jim McGorman, who's Avril Lavigne's uh, music director, produced it with uh, Rob Vallier, and we had... Uh, uh, Brad Fernquist, a great friend of mine, who's a guitarist for the Goo Goo Dolls, and Aaron Sterling on drums, who plays with John Mayer, and mm-hmm. Al Berry on bass, who you know plays with Avril and, and Lenny Kravitz, and a bunch of people. And so we've got a great, great group of uh, wonderful, talented musicians. Who I'm fortunate enough to play with in FA. And uh, yeah, I was actually uh, lucky enough to meet the great beat poet Allen Ginsberg when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And uh, at the time, he was working with Bob Dylan, and you know, he kind of tutored me and told me that I was going to be the next Bob Dylan. But not sure that <laughs> quite happened. But um, you know, it's not over that's yet. The you know, I come from yeah. that's the genre I come from, and you know, I'm very proud of uh, I'm, pr- I'm very proud of my work, and you know, very proud to be associated with such great writers. Yeah. Know? Well, you should be, you know, I mean, that's quite an accomplishment, I think. And, uh, you know, when, when you get that many views and you're not a, uh, a Justin Bieber or something, you know, yeah. then it's pretty good. You should be proud of yourself. Yeah, no, it's, it's very exciting. Thank you. Yeah, and then we were, I was lucky enough last year, uh, got contacted by Comcast, mm-hmm. uh, who saw one of the videos. And, uh, you know, they said they liked it very much, but they asked me to send them 20 songs because they needed content and, you know, they were very impressed that we were lucky enough. We did a Comcast concert on the East Coast, and it wound up the number one rated on-demand show for the year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so and these, are, these are really some of the benefits of writing good music and, and getting a little bit better on YouTube. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, I, is there, I would imagine there's got to be a way to make some money with that many views, right? Well, that's, that's, the, that's the age-old question. Um <laughs> You know, it's it's very complex. Uh, I don't know why this is, but YouTube approves advertising on some of my videos, but not on others. And Mm. that's a little bit of the peril of being an independent artist. Right. When you're, you know, when you're with the major, the major set it up for you. So obviously Google and YouTube are going to not say no to them. Uh, As an indie, it's a little more complicated. Yeah. Uh, I am fortunate enough, I just was actually contacted by a group who represent some of the biggest YouTube artists in the world, and uh, they're working with me to secure sponsorships with companies, and you know, and they said, look, uh, however you're doing it, the, the quality of work is good, and there are companies that are interested in uh, you know being on board with somebody that can bring millions of people to their product. So, yeah, um, absolutely, you know, I mean, I'm certainly not a pro- opposed to it, but I would say for you know other musicians, you know, you have to find your own way. Right. And you have to think outside the box. Right. And, uh, you know, like for me, so sponsorships and advertising, that is definitely uh, kind of the new the new dynamic for making money right. in music, at least, at least as far as I can tell. Right. And it's amazing. You know, you have the Internet now and you can become uh, 
famous after being relatively unknown and you know almost overnight you know so i see yeah i call I, it uh i call it kind of a semi-wonderful schizophrenic relationship yeah <laughs> it, it, it's a little bit like being a yo-yo because i'll go to some towns and they'll say oh my god you know you know my friend is on the show next great miami model and she she was in one of my videos and she showed it to all the models and said I can't believe you even know him. How can I meet him? So it's actually <laughs> funny that to some people, I'm almost like a superstar. Right. And then to other people, I'm completely unknown and they have no idea who I am. So <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's actually kind of comical because I don't think too much of myself. But, you know, right. um, you know, I, you go around and like I, I was funny. I was driving through the mountains in Colorado in the middle of nowhere and I was in a Starbucks. And... Uh, you know, I ordered a coffee, and the girl just said, can you wait a minute? I said, sure. And they come back with, like, ten people, and they say, oh, my God, it's Bob Preston, the king of nothing. We all listen to you, and you ordered everything. And it was funny, like, right in the mountains. Wow. The nowhere. That's pretty cool. And then cool. you get, like, notes from Poland. You know, get notes from a guy from Poland. Oh, Bob Preston, like, I would do anything. I'll pay anything. Can you just come here and sit for us in Poland here? And, uh... <laughs> It's it's really it's just crazy. It's all over the place, and uh, like I said, for some reason, Brazil we seem to be number one every time we put something up. So um, good for you. Um, so you're on you know, the right way. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, Bob Presner, everybody, go to YouTube, listen to King of Nothing, and watch the video. It's an amazing video. And uh, if nothing else, just to watch the beautiful women with the snakes and uh, and Bob uh, looking like a king and stuff. So <laughs> everybody king check it out. See, here's the thing, yeah. Bob, is that I own a python, my own python. And I've been in many photo oh. shoots myself with my own python That's and true. TV. So actually, wow. my snake has her own IMDb page. Which is pretty rad. Did you know that? Really? No, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, that. she does. <laughs> She's been on a couple that's of things. That's funny. Well, I know. That's funny. So I I'm just saying. I often to my playmate friend Nikki Lee that you know the snake spent more time with her than I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob. Well, yeah, that was quite interesting sitting with a snake for five hours. In the of yeah, night. I yeah. can imagine. I wouldn't have been yeah. able to do that. Yeah, the pussies. comfortable with snakes. Yeah, you guys are pussies. <laughs> yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> we are, absolutely. You're correct. You got it right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob Presner, and uh, now a few more people know about you, so there you are. Great. And, uh, oh, well, thank you so much. Of course, and thank you for calling. So, so by, by the way, if people want to get uh, to you, uh, can they do that through YouTube, or do you have a website or a uh, Twitter yeah, BobPressner.com, and, and, you know, and you can definitely reach me on there, and, you know, uh, at BobPressner on Twitter, and, uh, you know, Facebook page, and, you know, I'd love to hear from people, you know, that's that's the nicest thing at all, and I, I have so many people who tell me, you know what, I had given up on everything, mm. and I thought I was 28 years old, or 30, or 35, and I was too old, and now I look at you, like, you're just doing your thing, and, you know, thank you for being an inspiration, and, you know, I have two beautiful daughters that are singing also. And, you know, all I can tell everybody is just, you know, love what you do and be persistent. No matter what anybody tells you, don't give up. And if you if you believe in your dream and you value it, well, work hard, be great. And you know what? It, it, you know, it can happen. Yeah. Just don't give up. Well, great words to live by. Bob, thank you so much for calling in. And uh, good luck to you. We're looking for more material from you. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. Have a okay. great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, 
20 people 20 million people knowing you or watching you or something like that i don't I, know yeah you, yeah you were in that position probably huh i was yeah yeah that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy girl wrote again yeah yeah and actually i was looking at it it was like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Well, yeah. Serious? So I wrote her back and I was like, um, I forget. I was like, uh, people are busy. Um, just so you know, people are busy in this town and they have lives, and you're not the only one that's trying to see the place, <laughs> Missy. <laughs> so therefore, I don't think this relationship will work out. I'm so sorry. Good luck to you. Really? And that's I sent that's that back. Wrote her? Yeah. Good. Well, maybe she'll get the message now. Who knows? Psycho. <laughs> I want to be like psycho bitch. Like I haven't even met you and you're psychotic. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? She's like the type of guy that would probably like in the middle of the night knife you. Yeah, huh? Wow. Type of guy, type of girl. Yeah, that would do girl. That. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah. Don't get close to her. No, <laughs> Maybe not a good idea. You know? Yeah, no. <laughs> so you started telling us about pieces of ass. Was there any anything else you wanted to say about um, it? Because I mean, it was I cool. Interrupted you. There were a lot of like big names that came. Of course, I don't know who anyone is. So um, really? I didn't even know who Moby was. And apparently, he's somebody. Moby. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, I don't I've know. I've heard of that. What is it like a um. Like know. a DJ or something? No. I have no idea. Yeah. But everyone was going crazy over it. He was standing behind me in line, whoever that really? is. Really? So he was there, and I don't know. There are a bunch of people that were there, and of course I don't know who anyone is, and I don't really mm. care either. But. An American singer-songwriter, musician, DJ, and photographer. Okay. Yeah, that's who he is. Well. Okay. Paparazzi were so going crazy you know. over it. Really? Yeah. Wow. But it was awesome. The play was, I mean, it was really cool, and like I said, it was a bunch of vignettes. They were all really funny, except one was kind of dark. Um, it was like a, I guess some, they were cool because it was all walks of life, like all, all models from different aspects. That's what right. I meant. And they all came from different backgrounds and they all got to wherever they did. And it's like the funny things that happen, you know, and just like in life, you know, right. it's like how guys talk to you, what not to do, you know, making fun of LA and making, I mean, just making fun of everything, life in yeah. general. And it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. We had two beautiful women from the play, uh, last week. Yeah. And uh, they were great. They w- were. Were they good? Yeah. Betsy yeah. is hilarious. She's funny, huh? Oh my God, she, she came talks out. Non-stop. She came out in so many different outfits on the stage. Really? It was so funny. Yeah, she was <laughs> hilarious. She was like chewing gum, like, oh my God, like playing like <laughs> yeah. typical Dumbledore. It was awesome. And Tammy right. was playing like um uh the pageant Miss Everything. Yeah. I didn't realize she won like a million pageants. Yeah, yeah. she did. She told us she was Miss Teen USA, but I saw Miss later, Oregon, Miss she, Teen USA, Miss, Miss USA, Miss California. She right. won all. Was she Miss USA too? Yeah. Really? I think I think wow. so. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. She didn't mention that. So I, don't I don't remember. Know. It was a million things. I was like, that's yeah. a lot of pageants. I know. She's very beautiful though. Yeah. So um now were those stories that they would tell, is that like real stuff that happened to them or do um, they have to uh, I mean, It definitely was script. scripted. Yeah. I mean, you could tell a little bit, but it was definitely like our their own stories that have mm. actually happened, but they took it with a twist. Right. And, you know, it was pretty funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait to get up there and do my own. Yeah, so that'll be so. cool, huh? Yeah, 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 I think so. Well, I'll have to come to that one. At least I'll know the story, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably know the story. Yeah. <laughs> You never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So that's good. I wish I had gone, but uh, I just couldn't. You know, I couldn't make time for it. But it sounded pretty good. I mean, who doesn't want to go see a lot of hot women? You know. Well, then it was funny because yeah, one of the girls at the end, um, she was like a train wreck. Really? Um, yeah. 
Wow. And it was interesting because she was like, I don't know, she was older. She was in her 40s. I think she was like 47 maybe. Mm. But she looked great. And she played like this uh, like bitchy character. It was funny though. Mm-hmm. And then she demanded a drink on stage and they brought her a drink. And then at the after party, I thought it was just a joke. Mm. The after party, she came up and went crazy. Like literally. Really? The fuck is this? I need fucking drinks. Give me drinks. Like, and I was just like, I was laughing at first. Like, I thought uh-huh. she was joking. And then she's like, this isn't funny. This isn't funny at all. Really? Why are you That's laughing? What she told you? Yeah. And we were all like, <laughs> uncomfortable. Okay. Exiting wow. now. Yeah, it was wow. weird. I'm like, psycho. She was in a bad mood. <laughs> she's just cra- like, like literally crazy. <laughs> yeah. I felt bad for her. The people like yeah. yeah so what was the after party like was it cool you got um, drunk it was on the rooftop yeah, yeah. and it was cool and there's another after party but i just exited out of that yeah. feel like going so yeah <laughs> but it was fun wonderful yeah cool so let's see what's going on in the news um uh, i i couldn't uh ignore this one i guess there's a dentist office in uh, oklahoma in tulsa and apparently they've been having like you know, they've been working with non-sterile stuff, uh, exposing, apparently they exposed about 7,000 patients to HIV and what? over the years, yeah. Oh, six years. my God. Yeah. They're saying it's just like, you know, the investigators can't even begin to describe what they found inside. You know, I guess assistants um, doing techniques that only the dentist should, sterilization procedures and needles were handled improperly. So, I mean, that's gross. You okay, know? and since so I go to the dentist today, like I, I found it on Groupon, yeah. maybe I'm not going. <laughs> well, not everybody's like that, you know. Uh, but, yeah. But, you know, no, I mean, scared. yeah, dentist, you got to go, man. You know, I haven't been to one in a while. I should go and get a checkup and stuff. But it's like, you know, can you imagine if you had gone to a dentist like a couple of years ago and suddenly they tell you, oh, well, you were... You may have been exposed to this and that. That's just crazy. I would be so pissed, man. Um, not only that, I mean, I'm assuming there's a huge lawsuit. Well, they, they haven't started that yet. This just happened, I guess. So um, I'm sure this well, is going to be I a mean, lawsuit. I mean, that's insane. Uh-huh. Like 7,000 people. Like, Can you imagine if they all did wind up getting wow. HIV? Yeah. I mean, that's Even a like few of them would be awful. Whole, that's like a whole town. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because they're all, like, coming to them around, like, people who obviously live in the area. Yeah. So that means the whole town's infected. And then anyone that goes to visit or they go to visit and they hook up in other towns. Yeah. Then they now have it. That's true. It's probably spread all over the place. I mean, that is absolutely, absolutely, like, I, uh, I can't even think about it. I'm yeah. sorry. I just, I want to puke. <laughs> what town was this? Where was it? It's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Wow. Yeah. So no one hook up there. Yeah. Do you remember we talked about Amanda Knox? You you didn't remember who she was. I don't know who that is still. Okay, that's the um, that was a girl from Seattle who went to study in Italy, and she was she got involved oh. in a murder case. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Meredith Kircher, who mm-hmm. was a British a student, and I happen to know about this because I read two books already, and uh, Amanda's book is coming out the, uh, in April. But apparently, what happened is she sat in jail for four years because they felt she was uh, guilty. Then they reopened the case, and she um, she won, you know. So uh-huh. she walked, and she's back in Seattle. Now they reopened the case, and they want to try her again. 
can you imagine they can this? do that? I guess they can do that in Italy, yeah. But do we allow that? I mean, do we, what do you call it? Like extradite? Yeah. I don't think we would. Once she's here, she's think, here. I'd be yeah. like, fuck you. I'm just never going back to Italy. And maybe, yeah, something you know? like that, you know. But it's scary shit, you or know. Or change your name and run. Yeah. I just don't think she was guilty, you know. After looking at all the facts and everything, it just seemed like there was a guy that uh, really wanted to have sex with a victim, uh, probably anal sex or something, and she wouldn't do it. And uh, she was murdered brutally with a knife and everything, wow. you know. So I just can't imagine Amanda doing this, but who knows, you know. I mean, these sweet girls, look at, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, what was the name of the one that killed her? Uh, Kids? Uh, her uh, daughter. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Casey Anthony. Yeah, her. Yeah. So... We know she was able to do that, so right. who, who the hell knows? You know. I mean, in your own child, that's just, wow. Yeah. Wow. I know, I know. Did you hear about this uh, woman that walked with a baby and she was robbed, and when she didn't have money, they shot the baby? What? Yeah. Where an 18-month baby. It was a few days ago. Where? I can't, I can't remember where it was, back east somewhere. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's like, ah, uh, can you imagine this? You know, and she tells them, I have no money. He fucking shoots the baby. Two oh teenagers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did they catch them? Yeah. Or is the baby okay? Him. No, the baby's dead. Oh How can, yeah, God. I mean, he shot him probably point blank, you know, oh to my his God. face or something. Oh, my God. And, you know, you have to be there as the mother and watch this. She was on TV. I don't know how she was even able to talk after this. No, I would be like, everyone get away from me. I, yeah. And I, I honestly would have to be watched. Right. Because I tell you what, that happens to me. I'm coming after you, your mom, your dad, your sister, <laughs> your brother, and every person that you actually love in right. your family, you're all fucked. Right. Like, literally, like so that. So would you, would you risk going to prison just to get back at someone? Uh, if they killed my child like that, point blank, right. I would find someone to murder the entire family. Right, but it's not could, even murder. I'm it sorry, I wouldn't. Come back to I you. wouldn't murder. It would be torture. I wouldn't murder them. <laughs> I would torture them in a, some kind of torture chamber. No, I'm I'm dead serious. Like yeah. I would find a way to do this. You murder my kid, I'm gonna ruin your life for the longest time that I possibly can. Right. If I have to hire a cannibal to come eat parts of your brain yeah, but while you're still you... alive. That's what I'm doing. Look, that's easy to say and do, but the thing is, is that you're going to end up in prison for the rest of your life. What's the point? You know? I mean, you, it's not going to bring your baby back. So. Yeah, but I mean, that that's just, you know? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, you know, that the, is... the law will take care of them. Yeah, okay, because I really trust the law. <laughs> no, I absolutely do not. You don't. Huh? No, I don't. I really do believe it should be an eye for an eye. Yeah. I really do believe. Uh, no, I do. Like, look at, like, you know, the countries like Saudi Arabia or whatever that, that do that. Like, honestly, I really feel that if you do something crazy, then it should be allowed back. Right. I don't know. Then then there'll be no more rapes or like half the crime will go down. Yeah, possibly. But, you know, it's a democracy. Brand them we on their foreheads. This. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this person's a, you know, rapist. This yeah. person's this. But we like to call ourselves uh, ourselves a civilized society, so. Well, it's not civilized know, yeah. when you rape someone or shoot a baby. That's true, but. So therefore, the you should be branded or destroyed and open up open heart surgery with no <laughs> drugs. <laughs> open heart with no anesthesia. Electrocute huh? their balls. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, you're funny. I'm clearly still drunk, but um, <laughs> I mean, no, that's just complete. Like, wow, really? And they're kids, so will they even be tried as adults? How old are they? 
Yeah, you know? I think one is being tried as an adult. He was 17. I don't have the story in front of me, but I just remember I mean, I'm that. sorry. That's just, that's, wow. I don't care how screwed yeah. up your life is. You don't shoot a child. Yeah, it's so scary, man. It's just so scary out there sometimes, you know. What are you going to do? Now, North yeah. Korea is thre- threatening to sh- uh, to throw rockets at us, like uh, missiles and shit. You know, they want to try and reach us with uh, nuclear Why? nuclear bombs. Because North Korea is a very paranoid country, you know. It's communist, and uh, and I think that the, its leaders constantly have these stories in their minds that the whole world is against them, which it may be, you know. <laughs> But uh, but we at the really same time, we really don't know what's going on in the government. We're yeah. only told what the news tells us. Right, but I can't see the the U.S. government like doing anything with North Korea other than trying to contain them, so they <laughs> don't use the uh, the weapons anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, I don't know. It's the you know they're waving their saber and shit, and I don't know what uh, what he's gonna do. But um, you know, he says the their leader says the time has come to settle accounts. That doesn't sound very good. That sounds really weird. Yeah. <laughs> like really weird. I know, I know. You never know, you know. That's one advantage we have is we're far from everybody, so people can't really threaten us with uh, with missiles, um, you know, unless they have the really long range ones. That I don't Russia know. Has. I mean, nuclear is nuclear. That's gonna cause a complete disaster. I really right, don't want but, World War Three. No, I know, I know, but uh, they probably. I mean, they wouldn't reach here, you know. They would. Uh, they would probably bomb uh, South Korea or something because they know Americans have interest there, and they'd probably do it that way. But uh, this is crazy shit, man. I'm telling you. Um, yeah. Wow. And then Mexico, another another crazy place, you know. I guess uh, there was a grisly crime there the other day, and what they found is dead people sitting on plastic chairs in public. You know, they Where? killed these people in Mexico. Where, though? Oh, uh, Mexican City. Uh, I don't know. It's one one small town that I don't think we've heard of before. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uruapan or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uru, but it's outside of Mexico City? Yeah, yeah. It's not in the city, but, you know, I mean... You know, people do this stuff all the time. You mm-hmm. know, so all these bodies are slumped on the uh, on the chairs, and uh, yeah, some of them had like threatening messages nailed to their chest using ice picks. I mean, how the hell can you be like so inhumane? Yeah, not even inhumane. It's like savages. You know, it's like my God. You know, and this is only over drugs and shit. You know, mm-hmm. there's just no value for human life whatsoever. And uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, and everybody tells me, yeah, you gotta go to Mexico. It's beautiful. You know what? No. I don't want to fucking go to Mexico. I don't think. If, I don't care if it's Cancun or Cabos or whatever. I don't want to have anything to do with You don't want to go there right place. now. Yeah. No. It's just crazy, man. It's yeah. really crazy. And uh, they kill people like there's no tomorrow there, you know. And and the things they do to them, it's so cruel and yeah. torturous and wow. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, they're also finding out that adults text more than teens while driving. Now, you should know that, right? Uh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I think that's it. No, the thing is, is they're saying that, you know, I mean, 98% of respondents knew texting and driving is unsafe, but they do it anyway. And uh, 
So they're saying 49% of adult, 49% of adults say they do it, but only 43% of teens. So apparently, I don't know if the teens are not so admitting it or 1% whatever. So it's 1% different. No, 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 no. From 49 to 43, I guess oh. that's six percent. But yeah, I thought um, you said 44. Sorry. No, but that's okay. I mean, it's almost it's whatever. Yeah, it's close. But uh, and the I rest guess... of the percent doesn't. <laughs> that's what they say, you know. That's no. what they say. Okay. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Everybody does yeah, it. I know, but you know whether what? you're voice texting or you're regular texting, right. you're texting of some sort. Yeah, and you're looking at the, you're looking away from the road, you know. Right. Yeah. And that's that's the dangerous part, you know. And sometimes I get uh, I get a text and I'm just curious to see what it is. I'm not even going to write anything; mm-hmm. I just want to read it. Fuck, man, it's cr- crazy, you know. And people will do this in the freeway, driving 80 miles an hour. I mean, makes mm-hmm. no sense to me whatsoever, you mm-hmm. know. I don't understand it at all. But you know, texting, man. Why don't you fucking just talk on the phone? Mm-hmm. You know, even people that talk on the phone, uh, holding their phones. They're also distracted, they seem to be, you know? It's like, you know, they drive too slow, too fast, distracted. Oh, man, and that's how we started the show is about people not knowing how to drive. Yep. And, uh, that's just how we're yeah, you know, I mean, people give, <laughs> people give uh, a car to just anybody. You know? No, I agree. And they're like, they're machines, dude. Like, people don't get the yeah. fact that they are machines. They're machines and they're like missiles, mm-hmm. you know? They're they deadly. Be. They're deadly. They're weapons. I mean, you can kill anybody with with a car, mm-hmm. you know. So you gotta be very careful. And I better go and get my car fixed. I haven't had a chance to. Oh, you uh, haven't. I haven't had a chance to even call the insurance. Believe it or not. Oh my god. Just been a crazy week. Call but, my friend yeah. first. Yeah, but well, I gotta I gotta talk to the insurance because that's what it comes down to. I went to get a an estimates like two grand or something. I don't think I, you can do it for a couple of hundred. Uh, it might yeah. be. Yeah. I will get an estimate from them first. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'll do. Yep. I'll call him. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Brigitta, that's it. Well, it's uh, Easter weekend. It's so Easter weekend, so let have the fun. Easter bunny come, you know, yeah. give you lots of chocolates and <laughs> deliciousnesses. And I'm really glad I stopped my cleanse because um, I'm going to eat chocolate. Right. Definitely. Oh, you stopped your cleanse already? I was too freaking hungry. Are you really? kidding me? I couldn't handle it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I, we went out to dinner on like Wednesday night, and I ate so much sushi. I was like, I need more, I need more. Oh my god, oh my god, give me more, give me more. It was like I hadn't eaten. In, well, I hadn't eaten in two days, but it was just like, oh my god, it's been ridiculous. So wow. yeah, no, that can't. I'm gonna try again. I'll try again. I did go to Pilates yesterday though. Oh, okay, cool. And my ass hurts, but anyway. <laughs> Good, have a everybody. Great- yeah, go to church. Yeah. Don't forget going to church. Good Friday. Uh, Happy Easter, Sunday, Monday, and yeah. we will see you uh, on Monday. Easter. Yeah, yeah, after Easter, whatever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. You have been listening to Sam in the Morning with Brigetta, which airs every Monday through Friday from 10 to 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Sam in the Morning with Brigetta is an L.A. talk radio production where we say what we want.